This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. If you can find the time to and you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. Never big ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? <laughs> Ahoy! What's up? <laughs> ah, it's a little national championship game. Yeah, let's go. I'm a little, I'm excited. I'm yeah. trying to I'm trying to get all horny for this one, yeah. but uh, you know, it's 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 rough. I I want the uh, the horny toads to pull this off, but I just I have a terrible feeling about this. Well, I was just noticing that they're kicking it off early. Yeah, it's it's in L.A. So you would assume that would be a little bit later, but I was thinking like a five thirty sort of kick, but I'm like four thirty, right? They're kicking it at four thirty, our time. Yeah, I thought they were kicking it at five our time. Is it four thirty now? It says four thirty, mm-hmm. and usually when they print those, that's when they kick it off because people get. You remember when you, people used to get really mad? They would yeah. They would say game starts at five, and then the kickoff wouldn't be till like five forty. It was right, like going right. to see a concert, and they're like, you know, doors at seven, yeah. show at eight, eight forty-five. You're like, what the hell, man? So they made them change it. Yeah. So now it says uh, it says kickoff four thirty p.m. Pacific time, which I'm sure people back east love it, love. Yeah. But uh, out here, well, I don't know. It's L.A., so nobody's going to be there anyway. It doesn't matter when you start at 4.30 or 5.30. They won't be there till 7. Well, the best part about college football, the pageantry and the fan passion and no tailgating. I mean, that's how lame is that? Yeah, why can't they tailgate there? They just There's no tailgating. Why do they do that? I don't know. I don't know if it's uh, why it's specifically to this, but there's no tailgating. they got signs posted everywhere. You cannot tailgate at SoFi, <laughs> which is just the most ridiculous thing in the world. Mm. Like, I remember going to a couple national title games, and that's like, one of the best things is just wandering around and seeing all the tailgates. That's that's a great part about not just college football, but the NFL too. Like you like you hear legendary stories about the Kansas City Chiefs, the Bills Mafia, Philadelphia. You know, that's I mean, tailgating is one of the reasons getting blackout drunk before a big game. I mean, what's more American than that? Well, I think they don't they don't care if you get blackout drunk. They just want you to do it in there so that they get the money. Probably, I think is the deal. Yeah, right. I just that that bothered me that you're you officially are doing no tailgating at SoFi. I actually want to see if there's any reports if people are going to make like an attempt at some some pseudo kind of just one man tailgate sort of things. And if is there like tailgate policing? Are you going to get booted? Have you seen parking for this thing? It's no. like 120 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, 120. To to park there, I mean it's well, it is L.A. I, like if I'm paying 120 bucks to park, and you're telling me that I can't pop my trunk and put out like a chair and and maybe take a a shot or two or something, you, you cannot. 
I mean, come on. So then what are they going to do? Make you then move your car right. after you That's pay what 120 I'm bucks to I don't know. There? I don't know what the I don't know what the that enforcement would be a really bad job. Like you're a guy who has to go around and tell you're like the no fun police. Well, it's your lifeguard at that point running around telling people that they can't horseplay in the pool yeah. area. Jeez. Hey, you're having too much fun. Stop it. Now, I haven't been to SoFi. Uh looks cool. Uh can you get the uh public transit in there? I don't know. Does never... the train roll by or the I'm assuming there has to be I mean almost every stadium you know? has some form of of public transit. It's out in like near the old Inglewood, right? I don't know. Like, I don't what, know like, where it is. Isn't it out by like the old where like the forum was? I'm gonna look that up. Isn't it out in the that forum? Door? Yeah, remember like the old fabulous forum, like out that direction, like where the clippers are building theirs? Isn't it out there? Uh, I don't know. I don't I've never been. I hear it's amazing, though. Here it is. Um, zooming out. Zooming. Uh, zooming. Okay. Zooming. It's not far from the airport. No. It's uh, south and a little west of downtown. More importantly, Skid Row. Oh, wonderful. Well, I've. Like, oh, it's it's like way down there. When the biggest stadium, like the biggest, I called it the Death Star. Like the, is it AT and T now? The Cowboy Stadium, Jerry's World. Is that yeah? AT&T? That's correct. Like when you. Because that's not in Dallas. That's in uh, Arlington. What? Arlington, right? And when you drive up to that thing, it's like you see it from a distance, and it's it's alarming how large it is. And you just keep, it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I've never seen anything like it. But they say that SoFi makes it look small. That that SoFi is is its own entity. And I think that thing ended up going. Because I know they, they allowed Cronky to raise the debt ceiling on that thing a couple times. I want to say that that thing ended up being like 4 to $5 billion to build that thing. Specifically so that you could have more big events on the, the West Coast. It is by the Forum. That's where the Forum is. Yeah. It's right over there. Yeah. That's why I thought it was in that area. So is <laughs> It's it the Kia Forum. So is it technically Inglewood now? Because I, yes. I, I, I think that's where the Forum was, was, uh, was in Inglewood. They have buses that go in there, but who wants to take the bus? Well... If if it comes down to taking a bus or one hundred twenty dollars to park where I can't tailgate, I'll go ahead and take the bus. I mean, mass transit into games is really convenient. Like the train to Seattle, like if you're going to Safeco or you're going to Lumen, that thing's great. It lets you off right off, and you just you know you walk down the stairs and and there you go. Taking the like, especially if you stay, uh, you know, if you want to stay like outside the city, you can stay in Tacoma for a cheap hotel or whatever. Dude, that train is. Awesome to, to go to a, a Seahawks or a Mariner game. Did a little digging here, and uh, the SoFi was budgeted at one point nine billion. Ended up costing five point five billion. Five and a half billion dollars. Got to scrape up a couple extra billion. <laughs> well, remember when like a billion, Hate that. a billion dollar stadium was like unheard of, and then we're and then it's just the norm. It felt like Jerry, I think Jerry World was like the first one. It's going to cost a billion dollars, and now like we don't even blink an eye at one and a half or two, and now we're at the point where it's like, oh yeah, because I remember that that was supposed to be built like the and they were going to allow him to the NFL was going to allow him to take on so much debt. And then, yeah, they kept coming back and being like, yeah, this is going to be more expensive. And not more expensive by, you know, uh, I don't know, $100 million. No, no, it's going to be jacked up by a billion or two. I mean, my Lord. Uh, I am finding that you can take light rail there. You just have to go to downtown Inglewood, and it's about a 15-minute walk to the stadium. Yeah. There. See, that's way better to do. I don't know about you, but I would when, do that. When you get into these situations, uh, like massive events, parking is for the birds. Like even at like you go to a Blazer game, you ever park in the s- stupid Garden Garage, the 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 main one. I think it's the Garden Garage, the main one that it's attached to, and and you end up having to go up like six or seven flights. Yeah, have fun. You're gonna be there for nine hours getting out of that thing. 
like parking at a stadium <clears throat> is for the birds. It's expensive. It's well, it makes inc- you want to not go. Exactly. It's terrible. I don't so, want to deal with that. So, like, I'm back in the olden days here in Portland, the best was you could, like, park at Lloyd Center, like at the movie theater or whatever, and take the free max and without getting stabbed or shot. Uh, now, <laughs> I'm not certain about that. They got rid of the free rides, but that's what we did, like, when we were growing up, is we would park uh, we'd park there and then take the, the max down to the, the old uh, Memorial Coliseum. I like the helicopter idea. Oh, yeah. Well, the what would the, would the A's were going to do like that gondola ride? Oh, yeah. Remember that when the A's wanted to build their big one, they were going to have like gondola rides over the water where you could take like a sky right. train. Yeah, yes, that's like excellent. Yeah, well, in here well, the the Portland one, they were talking about boat taxis. And yeah, all that stuff. Well, that's like uh, what uh, sailgating at uh, at UW. Like people can uh, can rock up there on the can boats. I paddleboard up there. Or, uh, Oracle Park, where the Giants play, it's been named a million things, but they have the cove, and you can buy a slip in that cove, and you can bring your own boat over to the game. Well, but how much you got to buy the slip for? Well, uh, you had billion? to basically buy the slip when they announced they were building a, <laughs> a site yeah, there. Yeah, so I mean that's a yeah. that's not the but, average but, guy but can't you can take a, but you can take a ferry, and the ferry picks up right at like Bart yeah. or whatever, so you can you can ferry over very easily. I don't mind that. Now, public trans public transit done right is fantastic. Public transit done wrong? Eh. <laughs> well, but it always just it's public. So anything public eventually goes to us, right? Well, I, am, I, am I wrong about? I mean, come on. I think I, I, people I think will ruin it. Cities do different. Cities do it better than others. How about that? Well, sure, but still, I mean, uh, the BART is a big deal in San Francisco. You ever been on the BART? Uh, it's been a while. Uh, dude, you're catching something on that thing. Yeah, well. Like, it's gross. <laughs> but it's essential, you know? It's yes, like, you, you know, have to have You need it. it. You have to have it. I will say that, like, I don't know why we do it so poorly, because if you if you go over to, like, Europe or you go to Asia, their mass transit systems are amazing. Like, and they're always clean. Hey, don't and... do that. Don't don't start bringing up the Asians. <laughs> they do an amazing You're going to piss off America. Japanese guy. public transit is yeah. aces. Well, they, they've fantastic. got us in a lot of areas. I don't know. I... <laughs> Gee, well, I wonder why. Why can't we just look at that exactly and be like, let's do that? Although I will say the first time you like it so much, why don't you go live there? <laughs> why are we so intimidated by someone potentially doing something better than us that we that we just refuse because to acknowledge? We're the best. We're the best. <laughs> I will say that the first time you get uh, one of the the dudes that shoves everyone in when the door is shut, that's a little alarming. That's that takes well, they're getting, saving your life. They are. Yeah, the if you ever go to Japan, like during rush hour, like in Tokyo, they got bros there, and they 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 they, they I don't know, they act like a big squeegee. They have like this big plastic barrier, and they just get it in the door, and then they shove everyone in. They, they, it's almost like they're shepherding you, like like sheep into a pen or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was it was the first time that happened. It was a it was interesting. And look, I'm not trying to stereotype everyone. Oh, it's raining there, but there's a lot of short people, so they're all like by your armpits. <laughs> I felt bad because your arms are up, like holding on to the, the rails, and then there's like tiny Japanese people, like right in your armpits. Maybe you could hold your arms up and give little rides. Yeah, charge so, like five bucks. Let's go, we for an arm. Uh, here is what Bill Hancock said about no tailgating at tonight's big TCU Georgia game. Yeah, he said the decision to not allow tailgating for fans this year came because quote we have limited on-site parking at SoFi Stadium and want to ensure everyone has a safe and timely arrival for the game. End quote. What? Why does that ensure a safe and timely I, arrival? I, I, they I mean, think they'll take up too much space. Yeah. If like they you can tailgate, but like, they just charge them for more spots. Well, somebody said you can bring, you know, you can bring your booze and your beer, and you know, you just can't set up the big tents and uh, 
barbecues and all that. Okay. They just want you out of the way. I so, think is the so I can pop my trunk and and yeah. drink some riot punch before yeah. I go into the game. I just have to do it correct in my little footprint. It, it seems as if that's what they were going for there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, so we only have about an hour and uh, seventeen minutes to kick off. And I just hope look. I just hope we get a good game. TCU Georgia, as I predicted at the start of the season, <laughs> two hundred to one shot. Yeah, and you heard it here first. I saw someone just laid half a million dollars uh, on Georgia money line. Yeah, money line yeah. to, to so, win the to, to win, win the how whole. much then? I saw it. It was four hundred to one. I think. Yeah, I think they'd win. Uh, would you say they laid five hundred? They laid five hundred thousand on it. Whatever that is, two hundred and fifty. Yeah, it, it wasn't. 200? It wasn't a huge payout. Um, two fifty. Now, on the other hand, Three. If, if you take. <laughs> <laughs> I think I it, don't know. if you t- someone was doing uh, if you take TCU and I think it was TCU between <sighs> I think because the, the line's like 12 12 and a half but they were saying that you can bet TCU and I think you get six I think they're giving you six, six and what six points so you cut so the a teaser it's a teaser you give them six points and I think you got like plus I want to say it was like plus 375 so if you think TCU can Keep it close. There's a lot of value right now if you want to bet oh, TCU. So they're saying TCU plus eighteen and a half is no, plus no, no, no. Just TCU plus because the spread's at twelve and a half, and I think oh, that I pays yeah, you yeah. like plus one seventy five. Okay. But if you take TCU only getting like six, well, the spread's going to pay you one ten probably, right? I thought it was. I thought I thought it was. And it wouldn't pay you that much. Otherwise, they'd increase the point spread. Mm. Well, I just know if you took it at six, it was like it was the odds were enormous. You can get a great hey. payout if you think TCU is going to keep it close. Hot guest news uh, on this topic: uh, Hugh Offill of LNA Sportsbook. Well, there you go. He's coming on in fifteen minutes. Let's go. Let's we're talk, talk about, about it. all this. Like, what, what is the line? Let's go. Who should I bet on? What is happening? I honestly don't have a great feel for it. I don't either. I have no money on this game. I don't either. I'm okay with it. Big on the under, boys. Big on the under. How do we get to 63? That's what I got it at earlier. Yeah. (sighs) Where are all those points coming from? I think that they're just doing that. No, we'll talk to Hugh about this in 15, but I think that they're just that number so high because of the The previous games. The two games, right? Well, it's been crazy, and Georgia... Like, TCU can throw the ball. TCU has a Heisman Trophy finalist for a candidate. Um, you have a big-time NFL number, uh, receiver on the outside. Don't know if your best back's going to play. I don't think he's going to be a factor. But, you know, the, TCU can put up points. And the last couple games, Georgia is averaging in the SEC title game and then in their first round, they're giving up 400-plus yards throwing. The last two games, people yeah. have slung the ball all over. I don't really get that. Again, another question for Hugh, but uh, Georgia's given up 30 and 41 in the last two games. Yeah, so it's weird. Yeah. But then you also have <clears throat> the situation with TCU, where you know they had a month to get ready for Michigan. Yep, uh, they didn't have that for Georgia. No, my guess and Georgia's is, defense. You know, I mean, well, but but to be fair, they can they can. I don't know. I, I feel Michigan's like, defense is good. I mean, we and, yeah, and, and no, I know definitely. it's not Georgia, but that's a big time. But defense. they also made a lot of mistakes. Yeah, like they screwed it up on their own. Did you watch that game? I did watch that did game. Did they? I mean, how many turnovers were in that game? And then, well, and TCU tried to let them back into it with their own turnovers. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, that's how you get a bunch of. I'm, I'm kind of with Buck. I, I, I would take the under because I think Georgia can keep TCU under its thumb. Um, and TCU hasn't had the time to prepare for Georgia like they did uh, Michigan. Well, and I wonder too. And it's TCU. Well, I wonder a little bit if um, did Michigan have a little bit of a look ahead. I mean, no offense to TCU, but TCU won like six games against backup quarterbacks in one possession games. And I got to believe that that 
with TCU certainly wasn't looking past Michigan to Georgia, right? Or Ohio State. That, that was not happening. All your attention was there. I just wonder if maybe Michigan had their eye off the ball a little bit and then all of a sudden found themselves down and were like, holy crap, someone forgot to tell TCU that they're not supposed to be in this game. You won't get that from Georgia tonight. So that's why I kind of feel like the the glass slipper is about to fall off because we talked about it traditionally in these matchups when you get a Michigan State, you get a TCU, uh, someone that kind of gets through that isn't one of the blue bloods. It, it hasn't fared real well for him, but you know, TCU got past the first hurdle, and this is why winning a national title is so hard. I think it's a lot harder in this era because for an underdog, you just got you just beat Goliath. And now your reward for beating that is a bigger Goliath. You're like, wait, wait, that wasn't really Goliath. That was like Goliath's little brother. Oh, by the way, now here comes Georgia. That's just a lot to ask in in back-to-back weeks um, for a team that, that from, from an athlete standpoint, isn't going to be as deep. They're not going to be as physical. It's just, it's, it's a tall task. Well, the real question is, will we have anything to watch when we go home? Yes. Will, will we have a game in the so second half? So we leave half? at 7. Will we be... So the game starts at 4.30. Yeah. It'll be in the second half, or at least should be. Should be. Will we have a game to watch? I'm I, guessing no. I hope so, but I I just... I hope so, too. I, I think that this... I think right. by half, I think we're going to have a, a pretty good idea who the best team in the country is. The A Sportsbook director, Hugh Offill, will join us in about uh, 10 minutes. We'll call him up and get the latest on what's going on with the line and who to bet on and all that cool, fun, awesome stuff. Uh, but up next, uh, <clears throat> let's uh, talk about the NFL playoffs. Playoffs? The playoffs are set. Including your yeah. Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. You think you know sports? Thanks to my fighting Dan Campbells. The Seahawks are in the playoffs after <laughs> trading Russell Wilson, and TCU is playing for the college football title. But yeah, you know sports. Yeah, we're all dialed in here. Uh, 319 on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I love that clip. Jim Mora. Yeah, senior. Playoffs. That's old school. Playoffs? 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 Hey, they got Pac- McAfee's in Playoffs? the suit. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just they hope we can win it. a game. <laughs> they managed to get him in some sleeves. Did you see what he's doing tonight before I get to the poll question? No. What's he's he got like an alternate cast sort of thing? Yeah. He has his own alt broadcast. Yeah. And he's down on the sideline. He will be calling the game from the sideline. Just him? Or yeah. has he got his well, whole crew? I would imagine he has his crew upstairs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's huh. on ESPN too. It's called Field Pass with Pat McAfee. Are they doing the, are they still doing the coaches? No, that has been. That's gone. Yeah. I'll go through them in a little bit here. Yeah, because they always have the, the different ways to watch it. To be honest with you, the, the coach broadcast the last couple of years, like the one where they did with like Jimbo was terrible. Yeah, well, those guys, you know, they don't, they're not TV. No. They're just, they're just all ball coaches, man. Yeah, it's not good. It's not that great to watch. It's not. It's not very entertaining. Anyway, we'll get to that. Uh, we also have Hugh Offill, the uh, sports director at uh, ALNA Sportsbook. He'll be joining us in our next segment. Uh, he's ready to go. We're going to get the latest on TCU Georgia, but... Um, Poll question today, uh, as always, brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, family business, helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com and is on Twitter, at 1080thefan. Which wild card upset will most certainly happen? Seahawks over the Niners. No. Jags over the Chargers. Giants over the Vikings. Or Bucks over the Cowboys. Mm. Log on to vote, vote hard. I, uh, I'd keep an eye maybe on that Jags game. I think... That's intriguing to me. Um, I know some people are picking the Giants. I'm not a Giants guy. I, I just I don't think they're that You're good. You're a Vikings guy. Uh, again, Minnesota is far from great, but I, I don't get all of a sudden why we're we're jockeying the the, the Giants. I'm I just I, I don't think the Giants are very good. I think the uh, certainly the the Colts have their war or the Vikings have their warts, but I don't think it's that. I think Minnesota will be just fine in that one. San Francisco is going to be ridiculously uh, over. They, they will overwhelm Seattle. Seattle's not a good team. In fact, both teams that got in, like the NFL added the extra, you know, the playoff spot. And you look at the two teams that kind of, I would say, backed their way in. But, you know, the, the two do- seven seeds. Yeah, the Dolphins and the Seahawks. Look, neither. Ne- neither one of those are playoff well, teams. Miami could be if they had Tua. But they don't. Do and- they? No. We don't know that. He's not even cleared for football activity right now. So he so will not play? It, he's not going to play. Right now, he's the only player, like, if you believe that he had the first concussion, which we all know that he did, he would be the only player to ever have three concussions in one season. Two is not playing again. So I saw, yeah. Like, Bridgewater may be back, though. Yeah. If you look at, well, that's good, because Skylar Thompson sucks. It is awful. If if you look at the seedings, so Philly and Kansas City secure the buys. Yes. Uh, interesting to note that every wildcard game is actually a rematch, because um, obviously Niners beat the Seahawks twice. Yeah. Jags and, and uh, Chargers already played and the Jags kicked the crap out of them. Yes, but there was Remember a di- the Jags were 2 and 1. It was a different Giants or a different uh Chargers team too. Yeah. So Oh, it was like week 3, but yeah. the Jags were at one- I didn't remember that the Jags started 2 and 1. Yeah. They beat the Colts and hammered the Chargers Chargers and then went on the losing streak. Yeah, it kind of fell off and then towards the end of the like the middle of the, the season, I mean they they kept hammering that in the broadcast that Doug Peterson was saying, "Hey, I know we're struggling right now, but it's going to come down to the last week and 
and and it did and that was a that was a really close uh competitive game um i i enjoyed the the titans jags game and then you had the you know the big defensive touchdown and thanks for coming then you have miami buffalo who've obviously played twice divisional opponents the giants vikings is a rematch yep vikings beat them uh, by three a couple weeks ago baltimore cincinnati is obviously a divisional rematch and then dallas tampa they played in week one yep every single one of them is a rematch but what i was getting at was give me a team you were talking about Miami, Seattle. They're the seven seeds. Yeah. Give me a give me a seed that's four, five, six, or seven that can win it. Yeah, the, I don't think there is one. No, I mean look, it's it, top heavy this year. It is very top heavy. And, and look, you get we always say you get into the dance and you give yourself a chance, right? We've seen not necessarily win the Super Bowl, although the Giants, right? The Giants would be the two, the 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 team that kind of got in there and, and with Eli Manning in the two years they beat the Patriots, right? So it it has happened, but. You know, we've seen, you know, Carolina make a run to a Super Bowl um, who, you know, that, that weren't necessarily a, an overwhelming favorite. Arizona the year with Kurt Warner and, and almost beat Pittsburgh. So, you know, you can you can get there. Um, you know, there, there's plenty of teams that, that have made it that we don't necessarily see coming. But it definitely feels like when you look at the back half of of these brackets, whether it's the Giants, the Hawks, even the Cowboys, you know, the Bucks. I would say if there's a team, if you want a bit of an underdog, I would I would either go with Dallas. Dallas has proven that if if Dak plays well, if they can run the ball and Dak doesn't turn it over, Dallas is Dallas can play. Like it's it's very inconsistent and it's it's a little Jekyll and Hyde. But Dallas is a, is the what the five seed right? Yeah, You're the five. Tampa's actually and, the four. And Tampa's Tampa's bad. I think Dallas will be. T- Tampa's not a good football team. I think Dallas can win that game, and Dallas can get hot. They've proved it. And then the other one is, if Lamar Jackson comes back, I would keep an eye on Baltimore. That I mean, we we kind of forget, but when Lamar's playing, that's a different Ravens team. So those are the two. If you're talking the two back half seeds that I would be intrigued by, I, I would go with one of those two. I'm not going to pick them, but those are the ones that I could see getting hot and, and maybe making a run. All right, vote on our uh, poll question. It's on Twitter, at 1080thefan. Uh, vote hard. Let's go to the ALNA Sportsbook. Hugh Offill is the uh, sportsbook manager there, and he will join us next to uh, break down TCU Georgia. The championship game is only an hour away. But first, Buck with SportsCenter. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, we did a broadcast out at uh, Alan A Sportsbook not too long ago, Alan A Casino, right by the sportsbook there, and uh, we made a new friend. Do you remember that? I do. Hugh Offill is the sports uh, sportsbook manager at Alan A, and uh, who better to talk to about tonight's game than this guy? You can still head up there, by the way, and yeah. uh, get some live wagering. And let's go. I'm oh wait, sh- we got to do this thing. Well, you and I can't. Yeah, but the rest of you. I honestly don't have a great feeling about it either way i i i'm not i have not bet it and won't i'm yeah. just gonna watch i hope it's a good game but our friend hugh uh from alna joins us now how was your holiday oh, i was great how about you guys good no oh, it was great all kinds of bets <laughs> all kinds of bets what's uh what's the line where are we at with uh, tcu georgia up there at alna 
Uh, right now, uh, Georgia's a 13-point favorite, excuse Ooh. me. Yikes. So 13? Th- this is the largest we've ever seen in a, in a modern national title game, right? That is correct. Yeah, I, I haven't seen uh, something, you know, that's, that's this large. Um, you know, I, when, they, when the games went off and, and when Ohio State and, and Georgia were as close as they were, I started messing around making numbers between if it was Ohio State or it was Georgia. It did come up with a pretty large number, not quite 13, but um, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised that it's that high. Now, at 13, are we finally starting to get some people that are, are going to come in on TCU, or is Georgia still the, the side that, that most are, are, are rolling with? Oh, no, we've taken uh, – I, I, the, the side so far is TCU. People have actually played TCU. The really? general public, that is, yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. So I, you said that your number was not quite as high. Does that mean – because I know you told us last time you do your own numbers. So you run your own numbers, and, and that may not be the number that you hang for the game at your at your book, but <clears> – excuse right. me, it's your own research. You said maybe, what, Georgia minus 10 or 10.5. Does that mean that – there's value. There's value on TCU then, because I think that just indicates that maybe the public's just going to pound Georgia no matter how high the line is. And so far, I have not seen. You know, I I haven't seen a lot of people betting Georgia. For myself, yeah, you would think that there would be value in TCU. There are things that I wonder about TCU when they overcame uh, when they beat Michigan. How they the, the way that they did. Look, they've got two. They got two interceptions during that game. Michigan was down there three times, did not score. So I think that that's indicative of, of how the number is, is as high as it is. I, you know, the formulas that I use to make Georgia about 10 and a half, it's really, it, it's really hard to incorporate those things that happened when the previous game, mm-hmm. you know, if we think about it, do you think that that's going to happen again with Georgia this week, right. you know, in the national championship, are they going to get those breaks again? Yeah. What do you, what do you expect in the game? Do you expect a lot of points? I know the over-unders, what, 63? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, actually, it's dropped down to sixty-two and a half. Um, I, I expect a lot of points. I mean, both both teams. I mean, Georgia's defense isn't quite what it has been pre- previously. I mean, not taking anything away anything away from Ohio State because they, you know, they just scored. Um, yeah, I think it will be a high-scoring game. I really do. How do you how do you set the lines on the NFL uh, playoff game, the Wild Card Weekend games? Walk us through your your process of what you hang there. Well, I will. I will look at you know again previous matchups. One thing that will come into effect here is is you know some of it is where's the public going to go? As I when I was talking to you guys before off air, that you know where's the public going to go? So now this week we have, for instance, we have the Seahawks at the Forty ers This is game three that they have played against each other. Um, the public is going to, my opinion, the public is definitely going to buy into the Forty ers So those are those are things that I'll look at. Have they played before matchups before? How did, you know, common opponents, where do these points go? So there's a lot that I'll build into it to come up with the lines that I do. Now, it does seem to be much like the college ball you know, championship here. It seems pretty top-heavy in the NFL. Um, do you think that there's maybe a, a wild-card team out there that um, that people are going to get behind that you think the public may back as, uh, as, as maybe a, a team that can make some noise? Or, or much like with Georgia, are we just really, really top-heavy in the NFL? I, I, I think that we're probably really top heavy in the NFL. I mean, if you look at the, the, the wild card teams, the, 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 uh, it is just pretty top heavy. Um, the only one that, you know, the, the, no pun intended, wild card here could be how good is Jacksonville? You know, they, they have played much better lately. Um, but I think it is top heavy. Absolutely. How do you know 
where the public will go? Like, is that is that? I know you spent years in Vegas. Is that easy for you to do? Are they hard to predict? It, it fairly easy because I mean I, I say easy. I mean you as you go through the year, there's a lot of just looking. I will look at certain statistics of how many bets we take in on certain teams. Mm. You know where the public is. You know who are the people talking about. Also, it is regionally. You know because naturally the Seahawks here, but you have 49er fans. You have people that can follow the Chargers that are around. You know you you, you watch and naturally Cowboy fans. So. That that's part of everything that will go that that goes into it. I mean, there's just a lot of and it is regionality too. But you know, the the big teams like at the beginning of the year when you have, you know, you have the Packers and you have the Bears and you have the the Forty Niners and the Cowboys and and such like this. People that are, they're going to bet these teams. It, it it's just a a focus of what the public thinks, and uh, you just try to get a scope. I try to get a scope or some kind of idea what's what their mindset is. So when you look at, at Georgia TCU, again, you mentioned kind of a regional thing and we don't have a dog in the fight in another year without the PAC 12. Does that kind of kill some of the interest? Uh, let's say like a, a, like a USC was in, or are we going to see way more action up here in the Northwest? If we have a PAC 12 team, as opposed to, you know, the closest team, you know, being in Texas. It, like in a case, in a case like this, it's a national championship. You get a lot of buzz around it, get a lot of interest in it. I mean, I've had people for the last, you know, for this last week, really interested and really wanting to talk about it. So <clears throat> that part of the regionality of it, no, nah, it hasn't made any difference. It's the national championship game, and everybody is either, you know, pulling for one side or the other. But in this case, it's really where their where their money is and who they're pulling for that way, not so much as a fan. Yeah, you, I thought it, it was interesting. You said you look back at the most bet teams at your book specifically. Is that who is that? Is that Oregon? I mean, I know they can't bet Washington, Washington State up there, or can they? Can they at your book? Uh, no, well, I tell you what, it, it, we no, they can't bet Washington. That's any right. Washington. That's right. Uh, but but as far as Oregon, Oregon State, uh, we get we'll get slammed by all of them, just the same way that we get bet with the Seahawks. Yeah, we get lots of action on any time that those teams play. Yeah. So okay. So who is the most bet team, NFL wise, at your book? Well, it would be. I mean, it depends on the week. But you know, we're getting. I know that I'm getting all kinds of Seahawk money every yeah, week. Right. And then it's just you know, as we were talking about the playoffs, you know, it's the top heavy teams, the ones that they see play well each week. You know, as the season has evolved, or teams that they're, you know, that they're watching that think that they have the yeah. You know, it's a guessing game, but. You know, the, the have the best opportunities to win these games each week, and that's where a lot of the money goes. Again, it's a lot of the the, the top heavy end of where we are right now in the playoffs. Money trumps loyalty, right? And when it comes down to it, it's it's about where you <laughs> oh, think the value sure. is. <laughs> well, you know, if you're a fan of a t- if any of these teams, if you're a fan of now, I, I have been a lifelong Chiefs fan. Just win the game. I don't care what you cover spread or not. You know, you go through the year, and that was one of the nights. They said, "Well, the Chiefs don't cover the spread." Did they get the W? That's what I, you know, your loyalties are going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, that, you know, did you win the game? And, uh, but yes, money will, because I have seen people bet against their teams before. And if they know that they can make money, that's where it's going to go. Well, sometimes it's a nice little hedge. <laughs> you know, you win <laughs> yeah, both ways. Like your yeah. team wins. And then if you bet against them, uh, they lose, you win money. It's nice little. Nice Absolutely. Little it, it's kind of a little win-win. Absolutely. What what percentage of your action is NFL versus all other sports up there? I it would excuse me a, a huge portion is, is college football and, and, and the NFL. Uh, it is the NFL gets so much more. You know, football's king uh, from everything else. I mean, we have the certain times of the year when we get into 
March Madness or just like we had this year with the World Cup and stuff like this. But uh, football's king, no doubt about it. I'm sure you're expecting a, a packed house up there tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Get up to sure. Alene. Yeah. Get up there, post it, and yeah. uh, live bet, man. There's nothing yeah. better than live bet. Got all the live bet. Yeah. And they have the little um, kiosk there. You can yeah, just, just walk bet up and on do it. it. Walk up and yeah, do it digitally. Uh, Hugh Offill. The, the live bet, live betting's insane. You know, you can get into all these things once even the game starts. So fun. You have a bunch of props, I'm assuming, as well. How many how many different ways can you bet this game tonight? So right now I have with the game itself, and then I have 169 more wagers that you could actually play. <laughs> oh my god! What's the most absurd one yeah. that you have? What's a good one? Give us a little uh, nugget. Let, let me see. You could have, uh, um, you know, total field goals scored. You have rushing. You have player tackles. You could even bet player tackles. Uh, you know, penalties. Uh, that's another one. <laughs> First team to commit a penalty, will it be accepted? <clears throat> you how would you even? Just, yeah. How would you handicap that? Like <laughs> field goal? I, I, I don't. You, yeah, yeah. I would it, it, for, for something like that. You got a quarter. You know, just flip yeah. it at that flip point. It, if, right. if 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 a if, if a team not like something like that, the first team if they were going to make the first field goal or they were going to score a field goal, their first score would be a field goal. It would be looking back and say, okay, in the drives that they've had through the year, what are the percentages of them getting in the end zone yeah. or kicking a field goal okay. on their drive? So they're right. finishing that way. Yeah, I would assume like I would assume Georgia has you know, like the idea is that Georgia more likely to score a touchdown than than TCU, right on on that opening drive. I would I would assume I, that all of that is right. leaned towards Georgia. A little bit, yes, naturally with it, with them being the thirteen point favorite. I didn't ever ask who do you guys like tonight. No, I don't have a good feel. I I do not see TCU winning. Right. Other than that, I, I don't I don't. Know. I want TCU. For the for the sake of college football, I think it would be great if if the little guy won. But I'm surprised they even beat Michigan because most of the time when we've seen the the Michigan States or someone like that get into the playoff, Washington, it doesn't go well for them. And I feel like right. you had your Super Bowl, you beat Michigan, and your reward for beating Goliath was that wasn't the real – you beat Goliath's little brother, yeah. and now you actually have to go face – I think that's a lot to ask for a TCU yep. team that, you know, depth-wise – back to back weeks. I, I think Georgia's gonna squeeze them like an anaconda. It may be close for a couple quarters, but to me, if I'm laying it, I, I think I might take Georgia and, and, and lay the points. Thirteen? It's a lot. That's but a, that's what I mean. Like that's just a lot of most of the college world championship games haven't been that close. Yeah. Well so. and, and you said you think points. I think it's weird, Hugh, that uh Georgia is Georgia's kinda hard to figure out right now because we knew that their defense was so stout, but at the same time they've given up seventy one points the last two weeks. I, I don't know what to make of that. How, what do you make of that? I, I I agree with you, but you know, after watching them play a few times this year, so even with the numbers that I, that I made on it, um, it is difficult for me to say that. Like you said, TCU had their week, and and I look at the the breaks that they got, and I, I don't get me wrong. I mean, they they made their breaks when they intercepted the ball the way that they did, and they made the stops. But I just don't know that in my mind. I just don't know you're going to do it two weeks in a row, and are you going to be able to pull that on Georgia? I just I, – I've watched Georgia. I have thought they've been the best team all year. I don't think I would change my mind now. Hugh Offill is the uh, sportsbook manager up there at A&A. It's a beautiful place. So we were up there a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's where I go place all the college bets now. Yeah. It's great. And uh, Hugh's become a friend of the program. Thanks for uh, checking in, Hugh. Have a good night tonight. Absolutely. You too. Anytime, guys. All right. We'll talk to you again. That's Hugh Offill up at uh, ALNA. Should be fun. I've been up there for a few games where um, I think there was, I just happened to be in there. It was Oregon State was playing. Yeah. 
forget somebody live and crowd yeah, it, yeah yeah it's a lot of fun yeah. and they they set it up where you can see the tvs big old tvs clearly yeah they have a big stuff. setup up there and it's you know cool. it's, it's 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 a good spot and I, I just like i said I, I hope this is a good game but you've seen it a couple times in, in these fourth quarters when when georgia has needed to summon something it's there like i just think that the depth and we talk about this a lot <laughs> like when you play real physical teams and i'm not trying to, to downplay the talent on tc like i said they've, they've got some nfl guys but when you're talking about you know 55 guys that, that are going to play, you're talking about your twos and your threes and depth and special teams and all that. When you play a team like Michigan, when you play a team like you know uh, Alabama, Georgia, that next week it, it, it can wear on you. And TCU has been through so many wars this year, and they've managed to pull these out, uh, with the exception of the you know the Big 12 title game against Kansas State. But I, I think you saw Kansas State, Alabama. As good as, as TCU and Kansas State are, you saw it when it played Alabama, right, in, in their bowl game. Alabama just was so much more talented across the board than Kansas State. And I think even if TCU comes out and, and, and has their hair on fire and they get some breaks early, Georgia's not going to panic. Georgia's not going to, isn't going to fumble this thing away. They will be there even if this is close. And I just believe when you get into the second half, that depth in the back-to-back physical weeks that TCU has had to play, I think that will end up being the difference in this game, and I think you'll see Georgia pull away. All right, how many different broadcasts will we get tonight? We'll get to that next on The Fan. Yeah, Buck asked a few question. Uh, last break, he was, so Nick Saban is on the broadcast tonight. He's on the. He's up there with... You need to turn on your mic or else no one can hear Sorry, you. I, I mean, t- I can hear you, but... I hit the talk back. He's on the, the pregame. He's not on the broadcast. Well, he's up there right now yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. And he's... Uh, he's got his blue Aflac suit on. So what do we suppose he's being paid <laughs> he's to being, be up there? I'm guessing Aflac is probably footing the bill for that. Is that why you think he's wearing his blue Aflac suit? And I, it's not. It doesn't say Aflac. He's just got the blue suit that he wears in the ads. Yeah, there, there's probably you know there's some some value to, and you're not in the game and still being up there and keeping a profile and all that. Matthew Stafford's up there rocking some yoga company hat. I guarantee he he's an investor. His wife owns the company or something. Nothing that anyone wears in any of these things is 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 by accident. Everyone's there to shill something. Well, Tebow looks good still. I can tell you that. You know, he always does. look at that Adonis. He's, he's just shilling Jesus. Good grief. Well, he does the Verbo stuff, right? Isn't that his whole big Verbo? Deal? What's Verbo? The, oh, v- VRBO. Yeah, VRBO. I always thought it was VRBO, but Verbo. it's it's Verbo. Well, I call it's, it VRBO. I think we all did until they told us yeah. that we were wrong. It was well, like I'll all tell of a sudden what. it was Jif all of a sudden. Yeah, it threw me for a total loop when they started running those Tebow ads, and I heard it was Verbo. I'm like, what? Yeah, and there's another handsome hunk. Look at that. There's Jesse Palmer. Yeah. Remember that guy? There is a handsome off going on right now. The <laughs> The Bachelor. You think Tebow's intimidated by Jesse Palmer? I don't know. I Better NFL career Jesse Palmer or Tim Tebow? I guess Tebow won. A, I was gonna say Tebow won a playoff Tebow game. I don't think Palmer ever did. I bet Palmer had better numbers. Playoff. You ever seen Tebow's numbers? It's horrific. Playoffs. And yet he did. He did win a playoff game, and uh, it was a Josh McDaniels believed in him. So here's how many different broadcasts we're going to get tonight. You get the traditional on ESPN, which will be Fowler and Herbie, and they'll be with Holly Rowe, your your girl. Yeah, love her. But no, you don't. Only if you denied her, you turned her down. She if, loves you. Only if I had the opportunity. Sorry. Yeah, well, it was there. <laughs> Lying to the people. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. She wanted nothing to do with me. Laura Rutledge is on the sidelines, too. She's they, the other sideline. That didn't happen. <laughs> uh, and she did not want No. It. 
Uh, yeah. ESPN2 will have field pass with Pat McAfee where he will be on the sidelines calling the game. I'm kind of interested in that. Someone said that they, they did that for the semifinal game and he accidentally recorded the, the McAfee one. He said he couldn't get through the game. <laughs> I can't imagine that's great. Like I don't. Well, the vantage point on the sideline isn't great. It's terrible. But like McAfee, that's why the coaches are always up in the box. Yes, like you can it, being on the field is is a cool experience to be down amongst the action. But as far as actually seeing what's going on, you couldn't have a worse vantage point. And I like Pat McAfee. I every now and then I'll tune into the McAfee show or at least portions of it if there's an interview. But boy, I, I'll tell you, like all the different little ways you can watch the game. I ultimately think they're all terrible including the manning cast the manning cast at times can rope me in for a few minutes but i i cannot handle watching any game that i'm actually interested in in any other format than just watching the the actual broadcast of it so no manning cast tonight no uh espnu will have command center which they just say is alternate angles and unique stats all right and I don't mind some of that. Like I, I you well, know, we'll be doing the show, so we won't be doing a lot of flipping. It's almost but... like your TV truck channel. Like you, yeah. you get all the different feeds. Yeah, okay. and... I don't oh. mind when you get an alternate oh. angle every now and then. Oh. Like I don't. Like I wish, and maybe they'll do this. Um, I like watching games in the with the all twenty two. When you, oh. when well, you, that's on the list here. Yeah, when you're watching film uh, as like as a as a coach or a player, you don't watch the broadcast. It's the all 22 and it's from the end zone. And it depends if you're watching the offense, you're watching it from behind the offense and defense, vice versa. You're always watching from behind. And it's just it's I'm I'm always fascinated by by watching a game that way because you can see actually in, in real time you can see the plays develop. It's it's a lot to it's kind of the Tony Romo angle. You can kind of make your guesses about what's happening. So ESPN News will have AT&T 5G SkyCast, which is, this will just be the con- the constant view will be from the SkyCam. And then ES- the app, if you have the ESPN app, you can go on there and watch it uh, via the All-22. Yeah. Where you can see the whole field. And it will have uh, both uh, both sides hometown radio broadcasts on there. Oh. So the see, homers. Yeah, if you want the honk. Yeah. yeah. And then ESPN Radio will have Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge and then the SEC network is going to have the Georgia radio broadcast on it. Which, if you want to hear something biased, I'm guessing that the Georgia radio broadcast will be insufferable if you're not a Georgia fan. Go dogs! And someone's saying that we need the pay-per-view uncensored broadcast. I want to hear the good stuff. Yeah. 1999 for the pay-per-view? I'd, mm. I'd, I'd watch that. I would, too. <laughs> yeah, you get... Well, what would... If you just, I guess it would be like if you had coaches that didn't care. Watching people, like people that know the game, but an uncensored uh, broadcast would be fascinating. That would actually be like, what the hell? So just some F-bombs. Yeah. Fully mic'd up and uncensored. Yes. Like if you just did, like, you know, Numb Nuts here is supposed to run like a six-yard in. You know. Right. You don't have to, you don't have to clean it up. You don't have to clean it up. Wait, did you mention, is there a coach's cast tonight? No, no. No I, I think that's the one that actually, to me, has a little bit of extra value because I like th- I like hearing what they're thinking yeah. after a play call in a situation. I, the very first year they did it, and like Gary uh, Gary Patterson was on there. They had a bunch of different coaches, and I thought it was interesting. But boy, the last couple years they've just done uh, like one staff, and I. I just get bored to tears. Yeah, I think it's terrible because you can't even see the game. It's lost some of its cachet, but I think it, initially when they rolled it out, it the coaches were taking it seriously as and explaining the game through the coaches' eyes, and that part I thought was cool. But I don't. I wish they would do it like Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where you, they showed the game and then I just heard the voices of the coaches, but you couldn't actually see the game. Right, because you see them sitting around eating pizza or whatever. Yeah, it yeah. was like, I, and again. 
anytime I actually want to watch a game and I do with the national championship, these other broadcasts just never hold my attention because I can't see what's going on. Well, no coaches corner. Yeah. Whatever thing coach cast or tonight. Yeah. All right. Let's get back to the NFL playoffs. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs. Let's Seahawks are in. My Seahawks. <laughs> that is one of the more improbable stories. Yeah. In the last twenty, in the, you know, the almost twenty years we've been doing this. It was great. That is, and they get like the number three overall, three or four, right? I think what? it's three. The draft pick. They get the five. Is it the five? Yeah. Uh, the, oh, the Colts yeah, the, lost. Yeah. And who's third? Arizona. So it's the the Bears. So Denver won. Yeah. And the and the Colts and Cardinals lost. So yeah. it pushed Seattle down to five. So it's Bears, Texans, uh Colts, Card, no, Cards. Cardinals three. I think it's Cardinals three, Colts four, Seahawks five. Seahawks five. So right. you still have a top five pick and, yeah. and you make the playoffs. Nine and eight, baby. Freaking A. Uh it is three fifty nine on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 